Awkward moments with absolutely incredible kids. That's what we're talking about today. So let's get started. You may be asking yourself, what does the title of today's episode really mean? And it's simple. It means that one, today is absolutely incredible kid day, and it's also awkward moments day. And I figured with the two of these days, they could easily get mashed up together because if you've ever spent any time around a young child, you know that an awkward moment is just right around the corner. You cannot escape being in an awkward conversation with a little person if they're, if they're able to talk. I'd say the only time that you won't experience that is if it is a child that is too young to talk because if they are talking, they're going to be saying stuff, whether it's criticizing you about the way you look, the way your hair is, your clothes, your smell, any and everything is game. They do not bite their tongues. They do not you know, they don't have that filter just yet. And so everything you get from them is going to be brutally honest. And it's not a bad thing. I think if more of us bought into that whole concept and idea of being honest with each other. Now, you don't have to be so brutally honest the way that a young child would be, but if you actually told the truth about the things that you were thinking and feeling about various situations in life, I think it could be a lot better place. You know, the world would be so great because everyone would know how everybody else was thinking and you either agreed with it, you had disagreed with it, but as long as there was that open opportunity to respectfully uh, be against something that somebody else has said or thought or whatever, but it not cause any type of struggle or strife between the two, that's an easy day, right? So just saying, the day is a mashup of those two days and I just kind of want to talk about a little bit of both. Let's start by talking about the fact that today is absolutely incredible kid day. Now, after reading about it, one of the ways that they said that you can celebrate this day is by writing a note to an amazing kid. Now, you may be sitting there saying to yourself, well, you know what? I don't know of any amazing kids, but let me ask you this question. Do you know of a person who has a child? whether it's a family member or a friend or a neighbor or anyone, do you know someone who has a child? Then guess what? You know an amazing kid. And how can I say that? Is because if you talk to the parents, nine times out of 10, they are going to then tell you that, yes, my kid is in fact amazing and there's nothing you can do about it. Now, personally, having been an educator on all levels, middle school, high school, college, I've run into my fair share of kids, not to mention the kids who are parts of my family or friends, you know, their families. And will I tell you that all the children that I've run into in my being have been uh, amazing? No, (laughs) you'll never hear me say that. But If in turn you ask me if my own children are amazing, I would tell you without a shadow of a doubt, yes, they are, and they will always be absolutely amazing. Now, a child could have just burnt a house down, 
and a parent will be able to find something amazing in that feat. They'll be like, you know, yeah, they just burned the house down, but did you see how fast the house burnt? They did an excellent job at spreading the accelerant around. And you'd be kind of looking at them like, are you serious? But I think it's just in the DNA of parents. It's a part of being a parent that you have to be that person to be the cheerleader for your kid. If you don't say that they're amazing, then nobody else is going to say that. Kind of like when I was a teacher, my email address was best teacher ever. And I had to claim that for myself because if I didn't believe I was the best teacher ever, who else was going to believe that? Come on now, I was teaching math. Nobody was going to believe that. So I had to put that label on myself. So parents put that label of absolutely amazing and incredible kid on their children because guess what? If they don't think that they're incredible, nobody else on this planet is going to think that. Now, another part of this particular day is that not only should we write a note to an amazing kid, but we should help foster a place, a safe haven for them to use their voice and find their spark. Now, we all know from watching Oprah and everything, talking about finding your why and all this stuff. And as an adult, it is difficult to sit there and think like, what is, what's my true purpose? Like, why am I here? Who am I supposed to have any type of impact on? And so what they're saying is we need to start kind of putting these ideas in the minds of our children to let them know, hey, I see you. You're a great artist. I see you. You play music well. Letting our children know that we see them, that they're just not in the way and, oh, you're just a kid. You don't count. Your opinion doesn't count. Let them know that we see them and the feats that they are uh, accomplishing. Let them know how great they are. Compliment them on the things that they do well. Now, don't just compliment them just to be complimenting them because then what you end up with is a kid that thinks they're incredible and everybody else is looking like, even their friends are looking like, "Mm, that right there is a subpar picture. But somebody told that kid at some point in his life that he was a great artist and yeah... I've seen better. You know, now there's still nothing to say that that person who was kind of looked down upon by everybody else still can't turn out to be a great artist. But there are going to be positive things that you see in your children that you can actually and legitimately lift up and say, man, that right there, that's awesome. Find those things. Foster those things. If they have some type of liking for gymnastics, get them into gymnastics classes. Like if they're tumbling all around the house, take that energy and put it into the real deal. Don't just let them tumble around the house and do random stuff, you know? Train that sight, that vision into the right direction and then you never know what could come of that. As for the awkward moments, know and understand this. We all have had awkward moments in our lives. We've all probably had more than one awkward moment. And guess what? As long as you keep living, you probably will experience more 
over that time period. I think the better we are at laughing at ourselves and not taking things so seriously, then that is going to determine how well we bounce back from an awkward moment. Now, granted, there are levels of awkwardness. There's mildly awkward where you may be in a conversation with one of these absolutely incredible kids and they stick their nose, their finger in their nose while they're talking and pull out this huge booger and like wipe it on your arm just in casual talking or whatever. That's kind of awkward because now you got this big booger on your arm and you kind of want to scream at this little kid. But because it's a little kid, it's like, okay, got it. I'll be right back. I got to get this booger off of me. Now that's mildly awkward, but then you have things where, you know, you have accidents, people pee on themselves or, you know, their pants get ripped or they trip and fall down steps when they're trying to be so graceful and elegant and, you know, different things like that. And I think the more we see popular people, celebrities go through awkward moments, the better it is for us to cope with the awkward moments that we have with ourselves. Because quite often, we put a lot more on ourselves than what we should. And we might say like, oh gosh, everything like this always happens to me. I've got a gray cloud of rain hovering over my head and wah, 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 wah. Guess what? Just because you see the cloud over your head and don't see it over everybody else's head does not mean that there has never been a cloud there. So just stop all of the negative talk. Stop trying to run away from the possibility of awkward moments. As a matter of fact, my daughter and I were watching a show last night and the girl, it was at the last day of school or nearing the last days and they got their yearbooks and kids were signing and some boy wrote in her book about having a crush on her. And she was determined she was going to figure out what little boy put this in her book. And when she found out who it was, it was this guy. He wasn't the cutest. He wasn't, he was kind of nerdy looking and she let him down easy because he eventually did come back and say, hey, I wrote that in your book. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. And you're so brave for coming and say something to me. However, I'm not feeling you like that. But the guy that she thought wrote that in her book, because this other fella made that whole awkward situation by letting her know, hey, that was me. She decides to then go to the guy that she has a crush on and is like, you know what? I just need to tell you this. Blah. Do you feel the same way? He's like, uh, nah, I'm not feeling you like that. Another awkward moment. But by going through one awkward moment, she was able to then push forward with an awkward moment and come out on the other side actually feeling a lot better than what she did. Now, granted, this is television. I don't know that it works out this way in real life that, you know, you go and you tell your crush that you like them and they let you down super duper easy and there's nothing else said after that. I I don't know how true that is. However, I do think that there is a lesson to be learned there that in awkward moments, own them, embrace them. You know, don't run away from them. If it happens, it happens. I was in a competition once and uh, I was doing figure and fitness competitions and we were actually in the routine round where I had my music playing. It's just me on the stage and I am doing my little fitness routine to the song. And lo and behold, what happens? My ponytail 
fell off in the middle of the stage. And I was so self-conscious for the rest of that routine, but nobody laughed. Nobody chuckled from what I can tell. And I would like to think that because of the situation, that if someone had laughed or there was a little chuckle or a snicker or something, it would have been amplified and I would have definitely heard it because that's what I was expecting to hear. And, you know, I go through, I finish the routine. It just so happens the spot where the ponytail landed was where I finished off the routine on the stage. And so I grabbed it up off the floor and walked off the stage just as happy as I could. And at the end, I ended up talking to the judges and I made a remark to one of them because they had said something about, my disposition or something, you know, while I was in the middle of doing the routine. And I said, well, you know, I was a little shook because my ponytail fell off. And I was kind of crushed at this point because they didn't realize that my ponytail fell off. And I'm thinking, really? Seriously? So you mean to tell me there's a clump of hair sitting in the middle of the stage. And so, of course, my hair was in kind of like a little bun underneath the ponytail. But to me, that that was not like a complete look. Like, yeah, you had to have known something was wrong. But, you know, I'm thinking, well, maybe they weren't even looking at me. Maybe they were looking at their papers, writing so many notes that they they didn't even realize it. So yeah, that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit more. So that was yet another awkward moment on top of an awkward moment. But bottom line is they didn't even notice. It wasn't even that big of a deal. I made it more of a big deal than anything else. So in these awkward moments that you have, don't make such a big deal about it. If it happens, oh well, keep it moving. Well, that was today's episode of Tweet Trends. I hope you really enjoyed it. Do me a favor, this is Thursday. By Tuesday for our next episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you would telephone and tell a friend that they should tune in and listen to Tweet Trends. Or better yet, I've got a gazillion episodes out there already. They can go check out something that's already been published. They don't even have to wait until Tuesday. And who knows, they may decide to start listening today and try to catch up on what they've missed out from Tweet Trends. And then when Tuesday comes, then it'll be a competition of, well, let me do today, but then let me find out what happened last week and the week before and the week before. You never know the gift of listening to a great podcast. That could be your gift to everybody that you know. So stop being so stingy and keeping this to yourself. Share the wealth. Have a great weekend and I'll see you back here on Tuesday.